This is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. With each other. Hello. Welcome back to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I am your dungeon master, Paul, and I'm joined by four of my friends. Hey guys, this is Jeremy. I play Lark Darkbolt. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Servants Off the Wall. I'm Alan, and I play Jim. Hi, I'm tired, and I play Killen. <laughs> Sleep is not important. I read that on the Google, so it's true. Exactly. It's got to be true. Got to be true. I'm going to roll this giant d20. Yeah, you are. And see how things go. That's a 12. That's a 12. I roll a 12. He rolled 12. He failed. So I am in the room today with Jeremy and Jeffrey. We're recording together. It's the best. It's the worst. And our nice little setup here has caused some issues with our hangout on the Google, so hopefully that won't become an issue for playing. So last time when we played, there were some things that occurred, just like every week, when things occur. <laughs> that never occurred to she me. She left me. It's going down for real. Last time, as the spark, as the Sparty. Spartacus! As the party spent the night resting in the home-slash-garage of Brindle Murnick, a ferryman. Meanwhile, his daughter Trindle was making some much-needed repairs to Wolfsbane, the box boat. Yeah. As they were resting on their cots inside said garage-slash-home, something bizarre took place. As each of them settled into their cots for the night, they were tormented by horrific dreams, each twisted by some unknown darkness. As each woke from a restless slumber, they found themselves exhausted, stripped of all rest. And no matter how hard they tried, sleep eluded them. Haunted by their nightmares, the group is beginning to fray at the edges as conflict rises between close friends. Oh, no. So we ended with you all going outside mm -hmm. to kind of see the morning. You can't see the morning. You can only see one star. It's daytime. Only one. The sun has risen. Oh man, I I got a beating headache, Kellen. I'm I'm really worried. Are you okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> I think we need to get him some water, like a lot. Don't I don't need water. You think maybe I'm fine. Maybe you should take a dip in the in the river. Shut up. I'm good. Kellen starts walking towards the tree. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> Does he just stop by the tree? Is he, just, is he standing? Is he sitting? No, he's like walking towards the tree. And then he like passes the tree up and then starts walking towards another one. Guy. um, Guy? You see Guy over to the side kind of. You guys don't really have any supplies to gather, but he, he does have like a pack with some things like some foods and stuff that Elamir and Grenuncle gave you all. So he's gathering those things together and making ready for the trip as best as he can, kind of looking awkwardly as he does so, like he just doesn't want to interact with anyone. Everybody's so down. Guy, um, it's great for role play. Have you guys 
seen the... We should check on Wolfsbane. Laura goes over, and he's going to try to open up the garage to see Wolfsbane. Well, I mean, you just walked out, so you can go back in the door you came out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go look at this boat. Open the gates. Wolfsbane looks fine. You walk inside, you are looking over the boat, and you can see where the repairs are made, but mainly just because you're so accustomed to looking at the boat. Mm-hmm. The, to the untrained eye, you probably couldn't really tell the difference from where it was damaged. You, It's really, really good work that Trindle did. Oh, wow. Trindle. Trindle. You, you, your work is, is really nice. Trindle comes downstairs from her room where she was sleeping. <laughs> and uh, she's standing there. Oh, uh, good, good, good morning, Lorik. Good morning. Good, good morning. She yawns a big yawn. Do you think she's airworthy yet? Well, I'm not sure that, that she's quite ready for that, but I, she'll definitely do you good on, on the river. Okay. Um, what does Kellen say? Bud. <laughs> is that what he says? Uh, no, Bud. N- nothing. Nothing happens. Bud. Nothing happens. Also, that's the wrong word. I know. That's not how you take it down. <laughs> nothing happens. But that made me. That made me so happy. Oh well, 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 well. <laughs> nothing happens. Oh well, Trundle away. looks at you and she's like, <laughs> oh "Lark, are you okay? Are you, have, did you have a little too much to drink last night or something? Did you?" I didn't. I didn't have anything to drink. I'm, oh, re- I'm really sleepy, but Helen had sleepy. a lot to drink, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I don't sleepy. <laughs> How? I, I'm just trying to close the boat. Well, I, I don't really know anything about that, but isn't isn't this Kendall's boat? Or Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Kindle. <laughs> it's not my boat. I, I wish it was Kindle. mine. I wish it was mine. Isn't this Kel- Isn't oh, this Kellen's boat? I mean, it's it it's it's the party's boat. Like, I think he thinks it's his, but we kind of found it together, and it is a magic item, and I have all the magic this, items. This dude. <laughs> I know, right? You're not even in the room, but he's just, like, steamrolling over you. Well, I, I guess I guess the boat is ready to go if, I mean, Kellen's already paid for it, so if you'd like, I can, can use the uh, the dolly and, and roll it out for you. That, that'll work. I would just like to pick it up in the box and carry it out, but okay. I mean, you can do that, too, if you want. I guess you'll have to get Kellen. I mean... <sighs> okay. I don't know anything about how to put it up or take it down. He didn't tell me. Lorik walks back outside, walks over to Kellen on the tree, puts a hand on his head because he's short. Mm-hmm. Um, Kellen? Kellen has, whether he knows or not, slumped against the tree and drools running out of his mouth. Am I hugging the tree? Uh, you're just slooped. You're just... Slumped over you against it. Your dupe. I want to be hugging the tree. I w- I'm hugging the tree. Is this the tree? Let's save the tree. Lorik is just shaking his head in frustration. Kellen, you you gotta go get the boat. Go get Wolfsbane. We gotta go. Fine. What is wrong with you people? Shut up. Why are you all asleep? You all slept. I even slept. Yeah, but you're exhausted. You are so tired. Oh, uh, that's why he's he's being cranky. Yes. We have to go. Gosh, Kellen lets go of the tree and then starts to walk towards Wolfsbane. Okay. Towards the garage. Jim, you're, I assume you're just antagonizing Kellen, right? I was I was just joking. Yes, yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, you just just toying around. I wasn't being malicious. Sure. Jim's not evil. Vance, what are you <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that we know of. Sir Vance. Yes. Is 
doing nothing. <laughs> Please, we're, we're, tell me where you're at in the scene. He's in the scene mm-hmm. with the candlestick. Are you doing anything or not? I'm moving on. <laughs> Kellen, you <laughs> go inside the side door and you see Trindle over there working on getting the boat kind of unhooked from all the straps and everything where she's had it hooked up and rigged up where she could work on it. Oh, hey, what's up? Roll me a dexterity safe. Oh, boy. With disadvantage because I'm exhausted? Um, yes. Dang. But no, actually, you have disadvantage. It's not because of exhaustion. It's because you chugged an entire bottle of liquor. Yeah. Okay, so on one dice, I got a natural 20. Okay. On the other dice, I got an 8. Okay. <laughs> plus plus 6, so. Dang. So that's a 14? <laughs> okay. That's No, yeah. you, you fail. Okay. For this particular thing, the DC was a 15. Depending on what you do, it is going to be higher. I want to explain something to you. You are in trouble. Oh, no. Oh, no. The stuff that you drank, two shots put Sir Vance to sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Look at his weight and, and height and size versus yours. Did you say in thighs? Size. Look at but my also, thighs. But also those thighs. No, okay. <laughs> I drink a whole flask. Yes. It's not good. We're going to have to get Kel into a hospital. You drank probably at, at least 10 or 15 shots worth. Oh, my gosh. It was enough to last you a journey every once in a while, okay? Yeah. And you guys haven't been drinking, which is great because that's great. But the problem is you drank all of it in one Ooh. <laughs> sitting. So the first thing that happens is... Your foot drags into a wrench, and you face plant, <laughs> and you take two bludgeoning damage. Oh I'm gonna gosh. die from like fall damage. Trindle runs over to you, Kellen. Are are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And she reaches down and begins to help you up, pulling you up. Of course, she's lighter and smaller than you are, even, but she's able to help you get up. Kellen, are you are you drunk? Yes, I am. I'm sorry. It's sunrise, Kellen. Yeah. I'm haunted what? by the things of my past, and honestly, this is what? the only way I could get rid of the pain. Um, that's a little dark. A yes, little more, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's pretty dark, and honestly, I barely know you. Yep. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry. You want to see something cool? Here, I'll show you. Oh, no. Here you go. Check this out. What is it? Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. <laughs> away okay and the, then he pukes everywhere the boat goes down to its box size and i need you to roll me a constitution save with disadvantage <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's what he rolled i rolled a three <laughs> yeah <laughs> you puke on trindle oh oh man it's projectile? Okay. You were right next to her. You turn toward her to say something, and you just vomit. And as you do, not to get too just graphic and disgusting, but your vomit is, it's mostly liquid due to the fact that you ate none of the venison that was in the stew last night that they fed you, but it's also mixed with this awful-smelling stomach bile mixed with liquor. Yeah. And Trindle, Yummy. Trindle is staying there, and she goes, Kellen, please... Can you just leave, please? Yep. I'll leave. <laughs> it's too early for this. Yep. You pick you pick up your box and head out the door? Yep. 
she goes back up to the other side of the area where they've got like a water basin starts to rinse her arms and face off anyway. Ugh. Landed on her face. What the heck? Oh, man, dude. That's disgusting. Ew. You roll a three. Uh, so. Roll an eight. Maybe you don't hit her. Roll a three and you spray vomit <laughs> in a 10 foot cone. It's like a spell attack. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't get a chance to make a saving throw. Dragon breath. She didn't. She was, she was too close. She was way too close and, and not, not being attentive. Auto fail. Okay. You go outside. You have some really disgusting looking yellowish brown bile on your chin mixed in your little red beard and on your your leather jerkin. Kellen walks out with his box in hand and goes, just another dead relationship. You're pretty good at it. And then he walks out. I don't understand. He is. His filter has come off. Ah, I see. Guy has all of the provisions over to the side and he steps up to you and he says, you're gonna you're gonna set up the boat down by the water, I guess. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Well, let's let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Lorik walks down to the the bank and he's just waiting for Wolfsbane to be set up down there. Yes. And he just stares off in the direction that Saluin left last night. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna chill there. She didn't come back. I know. She gone. She done left you. Lorik knows. Mm-hmm. I mean she's she's independent, she's strong, she'll be fine. He's just kind of curious what happened to her. Guy, why are we here? What is the point of this mission? Something about saving the world. (laughs) Yeah, but where do we fit in? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't know where I fit in, but it seems like you're the god. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the god. Whatever. So, Kellen, after talking to Guy, walks down, or stumbles down, I'm guessing, and puts the boat... Or the box next to the river. Mm-hmm. And then says with a semi-loud voice, Bud. Okay, you say that, and the boat, Wolfsbane, cracks open just like it used to majestically. It, it is beautiful. It is shining there in the sort of daylight. And you guys are looking now over the Kalen River, and it is very wide. It's the widest river that the three of you, well, the four of you counting Guy, Guy, Vance, Jim, and Lorik have ever seen. And as you're looking at it, you can see that out toward the middle of the river, mm-hmm. there is like a line of glowing water. And what it is is it's where the sun is breaking through the canopy of the trees. It's wide enough that even with these crazy huge trees, you'll notice now if you look around on the banks of the river that the trees are leaning out over it. You know how like a plant wow. will grow toward sunlight? Yep. That's what these trees on the outside of the river have done. They're all getting some sunlight, but the ones that are the lower part of the overhead of the trees have grown at a great angle reaching out toward the sun. And over the years as this forest has grown, that light that's shining down on the river has gotten more and more narrow as more and more trees have grown bigger and bigger and blocking the sun out. It stands to reason that eventually, perhaps it could block that line completely like it is everywhere else. But at the moment... There is probably a 100-foot line of sunlight. That's awesome. So, you all are standing on the banks of the river. Um, Servants. What? I think we could use some uh, Paylor's blessing right now. You're probably right. He is the god of the sun. For once. Maybe we go out, start to cross, and stay where the light's at for a while. 
<laughs> Let it cleanse you in its golden light. Salute the sun. Salute the sun. Mm. Praise the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so. Guy gets on the boat. Lark does as well. Kellen does too. I'll push the boat in the water with my bare hands. Okay. Somebody's going to have to. Jim jumps in. Jim jumps in the in the river? Into the boat while oh. it's being pushed. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it's if you recall, it's like a 25-foot boat. It's and, a pretty decent-sized little boat. And Charlie stands on the bank of the river. Charlie is standing down here, I assume. <laughs> Charlie gets on the boat. So there are four people on the boat, and you want Sir Vance <laughs> to push it into the water. He's got this. I can do it easy. All right. Uh, okay. Roll me a strength check, and you have disadvantage because you are exhausted. Let's see this happen. Let's see it. I'll tell you what. I will be impressed if it happens. Lark casts Mage Hand and pushes the boat with Mage Hand. That's not happening. What is it? <laughs> it's a ten. Okay. Ten and a six. And a six. You <laughs> get down there. You put your hands on it, and you just grit your teeth, and you just start pushing as hard as you can. And as you're pushing and pushing and pushing, you feel it give like it's going to go. But then you realize that that's actually not what happened. What happened is the ground gave, and you pushed backward. Nice. So it does not move. Great. Hang on. I'm coming. I'll help. Oh, you're going to be some help. Little skinny Lorik climbs off the side of the boat and okay. comes by. And you're going to you're gonna push the boat? Yep. Okay. Both of you roll me a strength check with disadvantage. Uh, I got a natural one. Okay. My lower rolls a 12 plus oh. 4, I guess. Okay, 16. You manage to slip it just a little bit. It's not. It doesn't go anywhere near far enough. It maybe moves just a couple inches. Lorik, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do to you. You <laughs> slip and cut your hand. Great. Take one one point of uh, slashing damage there on your on ye old hand. Ow. Okay. Well, that's gonna slow down that spell now. It's not working. Suddenly, you guys hear from behind you a small gnomish voice, as Trindle says. So, it looks like you guys are having some trouble getting your boat into the water. Would you like to use my special dolly? Is it magic? It is a magic dolly. You've already seen it, Lark. Don't you remember we had a whole conversation about this in episode 23? I know. Can I take it with me? No. She comes rolling up with this small little dolly, and she says, Why don't you guys just get on the boat, and I'll, I'll, I'll push you into the river. That's uh, wow. wonderful. So do you get on the boat, or are you going to sit down here and help her? You can help her. I'm going to help her. Okay, uh, sure. Well, I'll put. I'll pick it up with the dolly, and you push it in. Sound good? Yeah. Because it, it's still heavy, even with the dolly. Yeah. Sort of. You're not sure if she's saying that to make you feel better or not, but she hooks her dolly up to the, the corner. Well, not the corner. The where the you know the back of the boat where it comes to a point, and she says a little incantation, and it immediately levitates about 12 inches off of the ground. And you push it into the water up to about waist deep. And she's like, you should be good here. She deactivates the dolly, pulls it back. Have fun on your journey. Thank you. Thank you. So are there like the ropes that cross the river at ferries here that we can use just to pull ourselves across? No. There are no ropes or anything. It's just a river. We navigate the wind and the sea. But this spot where you guys are is not like full of rapids or anything. This is an incredibly deep part of the river. It's flowing like a river, but you guys are going to have to actually... We are at the mercy of the water. ...row across. We have no rows. You have oars. Nope. Lorg picks up an oar. We have no rows. Flips it around (laughs) and walks over and hands it to God and be like, do you know how to use this? Yeah, you see that flat in there? 
I mean, here, here, here. Let me see it. Let me see. I, it. I crossed an ocean. I, I I know how to use them. I was just curious if you wanted to help me. Guy's gonna be throwing shade. Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> he takes an oar and goes over to one side, gets in position, and starts rowing. Uh, he Lord goes the other side and starts rowing. Okay, because okay. if you didn't, you was gonna start spinning in a circle. <laughs> I was so. about to say. Okay, so I'm gonna roll a strength check for Guy. Oh yeah, I gotta roll uh, disadvantage. Oh, he rolls a four. He's not doing very well. What did you get, Lorik? An eight. Okay. You're also not doing very well. Kellen's going to grab an oar. Okay. <laughs> Jim, we need your help. And he's going to sit by guy. I'm going to say that for a 25-foot boat, I'm just going to make this call. There are four oars. Okay? Okay. These two guys are trying and really struggling. So, Kellen goes to one side. You go to Lorik's side or Guy's side? Guy's... Okay, you go over to Guy's side. Roll me a strength check. Okay. With disadvantage. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, it's a three got? on the dice. Okay. <laughs> you guys are really having trouble. The boat, when she released it, it kind of pushed out into the, into the river. Mm-hmm. And then it just stalled. Great. And you guys are trying to push it, and it is slowly starting to turn downriver. Oh gosh! And you guys are moving downriver, but you're <sighs> you're struggling to point it to the direction of cross. And really, let me let me let me make this very clear: the current is not strong right here. That's good. You guys are just really, really, really tired. Jim lays down <laughs> and takes a nap. <laughs> Jim lays down. Are we in the sunlight? No, 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 not yet. You guys have a you know it's a pretty decent little distance you've got to row across. Okay, I'm just gonna grab an oar then. Okay. Go ahead. Try to help. Go to Lark's side and row. That's better. 16. Oh, yeah. You're doing some good. Now, you're kind of managing the oar and your row so that you're not just spinning in a circle. I'll say what you're doing is you're kind of going from one side to the other. Because even though there are two on the left side, Guy and Kellen, neither one of them are doing any good. They're basically just letting their oar move in the water. (laughs) So you're going back and forth. You guys are moving very, very slowly, but you're not going to be able to keep this pace up all the way across. So... Kellen, why don't you make me another strength check? All right, here we go. Oh, I rolled double sixes. Okay. Plus strength, it's a yes. six. Are you trained in athletics? No, I'm not. Okay, so you got a six. Lark, I assume you're not trained in athletics either. Oh, no. Lark has a plus zero to athletics. I got a three. Okay, Guy gets a 13. So Guy on, is going yeah. to go to the opposite side. He's going to go over with Lark, and he's going to say... I think I can handle this side, Vance. And he starts rowing. That's Sir Vance to you. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, sir. Please forgive me, sir. Sir, sir, I sir, I'm I'm rowing, sir. Yes, sir. Awkward. And you guys start to make progress. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> you, all, <laughs> you all are <laughs> rowing. You are now rowing across. You're not just breezing across the river, but you're going just fine. Okay. Can Kellen drop his oar? I mean, it's literally yes. pointless. Yes. Kellen drops his oar, goes to the uh-huh. front of the boat, uh-huh. and just stares off in the distance. Okay. <laughs> Kellen, it. you can see yourself getting closer and closer to the sunlight. It's really helpful, Kellen. It's really helpful. Good job. Yeah, no one asked you, Lorik. Shut Are up. Are you sitting or standing? I'm standing. Okay, roll me a constitution save. Here we go. Now, that was actually pretty decent. 
Yeah, what Let's is that? Let's see here. The purple is a 12. Okay, that's your lower one? Yeah, that's my lower one. So what is that all, all together? It's a 14 all together. That's okay. good. So that's not bad. You, you're swaying from side to side with the movement of the river, and, you know, the, the boat's kind of jarring just a little bit. You've been on boats on rivers. And Please. you start to feel kind of sick, and you can get dizzy and almost like you're going to fall over, but you... You manage to stay standing. That's the word. Be After a Praise few moments, you know, it's it's actually really, <laughs> it's serene out here. Yeah. There's a nice breeze. The temperature in the forest doesn't change much. It's been warm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change that much. As you guys have gotten deeper into the forest, it's turned a little bit more mild, you know. It's not in the upper 70s. It stays probably in the mid-upper 60s. Okay. So it's very comfortable. And as you all approach the center of the river, it's just very calming. And even though each of you are, your nerves are frayed, you're on edge. I'm starving. As you all approach this spot in the sun and your boat crosses over it, feeling the warmth of the sun being down on you is... It just feels incredible. You know what it's like when you have been somewhere, like you've been cold, mm-hmm. and then you get into your car and it's 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 not very cold outside. Maybe you've been in a meeting or somewhere where the air conditioner's turned up way too high, and then you go get in your car and that the sun's warmed it up and it's just like oh this refreshing feeling for a moment until Coasty you start good. sweating. Yep, <laughs> that's what it's like as you cross over into the sunlight. You want to do something here, Vince? I'm gonna pray. Okay, you don't have disadvantage. The sun. You want to make a religion check? I'd love to. Roll it. You don't have disadvantage on this. Because the sun is empowering your prayer. Roll it. Come on. Oh! That's a natural natural 20. 20. Oh, my lord. Yes! Man, okay. I'm going to need to know what you're praying for. To win the game. Pray to win the game. I pray that we find a tree accidentally <laughs> within the next five seconds. Actually, now that you think about it, you look over to the left, and it, it looks a lot like what? a grove over there with a glowing tree. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone jump overboard. Okay. So. Pray for a magic atom. <laughs> Please. What do you pray? I need to know what you say Drop for this. Drop a magic atom out of the sky. <laughs> for this particular check, I am going to need to know what you're praying for and what you say. Pray that Jim... Figures out his patron. <laughs> Everybody's Ooh. suggesting what you pray. Natural 20. Huh? <laughs> what shall we pray for? You get one prayer, so you better make it Ooh. something good. And, and don't think three. that I'm going to say, oh, there's the grove. You know, <sighs> What are you going to pray? Anything. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Please. What do you pray? <laughs> Just do a prayer of thanks. Making Jeffrey make a decision is ridiculous. I know. I don't like decisions. What was your point of praying? What was the whole point of this? <laughs> You're the one that said I want to make a relationship. I just want to help, please. You're just asking for a general cry for help? Please. Vance is just, is just okay. growing away. He looks up at this guy. Please help. So, oh, God. What all I need you to do is I need you to say what you're praying. And just to ask for general help is fine. You're exhausted. You're on edge. You have had horrible nightmares. Things aren't good with Guy. Everybody seems to be falling apart. Pela, we are struggling as hard as we can trying to do your your quest, but we need help. We are so weak. We can't do anything. Please help us somehow. 
Amen. Please. The sun gleaming down around you, you feel a warmth come over you. And not just the warmth of the sun, but, you know, an inner warmth. You feel acceptance from Pelor, the same way that you have at different times during your life as a paladin of Pelor. You've began to notice these key points since you have become a paladin where you have individually grown closer to your god. And this feels like one of those moments, like a warm embrace from Pelor. And even though you're still exhausted and even though it doesn't magically heal you all or fix all your problems, you feel, for the first time since you got out of bed this morning, you do feel more hopeful and more optimistic. You all pass through the sunlight, you feel the warmth, and then after a few moments you cross into the shadow of the forest ahead. Lorik sighs deeply. Saluan's on the other side of the river. A few minutes later, you know, probably another 15 minutes or so of rowing, you all make it to the other side of the river. You row up onto the bank, and I assume you all have to hop off and kind of pull it together to get it up onto the bank together, just enough to turn it into the box, unless you want to just pop it into the box, kill with everyone on top of it. Yes, <laughs> that is what I wanted to do. Oh, okay. No. So, oh, no, okay. No, no, I'm just, no. Okay. You get to the edge. You're climbing down off, Kellen. I do need you to make me a uh, dexterity saving throw. Can I aim for the water? I don't want to aim for it. Just, just roll it. You have no aim right now. I have a natural one. Okay, cool. Nope, you land on the Good dirt. Job. Actually, you land on a rock. It jabs you right in the back, and you take three piercing damage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and Kellen. Actually, you land on your neck. You're dead. <laughs> Kellen, are you okay? Actually, Alan said, actually, you land on your neck. You're dead. Servants. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and so passes Kellen. Servants. So don't. Don't drink and sail, people. Do no. not. Sir Vance. I'm going to try and jump off and help him up. Okay. Kill me. You help him up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kill me, please. Be quiet, Kellen. Get up. Be a man. Tell me what to do. I just did. I pick him up and push him forward. Okay. Not hard, but... He lays back down. You push him forward, he does fall down. He doesn't take any damage from it, but he, he does fall back down. You're under the impression that he is really starting to show the signs of more than just inebriation. Kellen, you vomit on the ground. Kellen's gonna die. You take two damage, Kellen. Well, he's dead. Jim, roll me a perception check. I'm gonna roll you the best perception check you've ever had. I hope so. Me too. It is a 17 on the dice plus two, 19. Okay, well, you have to roll it twice and take the lower one. Oh, with one. disadvantage? Yeah, oh. that's exhaustion. Loop. Sorry, that was a good roll. This is a two oh. plus two. That's a four. Great. Okay. Lorik, you can also roll me one. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> you hate me. Uh, lowest is a six. Okay. So that means it's a nine. Okay, that's actually enough. I only set it at an eight. Because what you notice is that Kellen is covered in sweat. Really? And he is pale. Kellen. Kellen. What? We need to get that out of you. You look you look terrible. Kellen, you don't feel tired anymore. You don't feel inebriated. You feel sick. He feels alcohol poisoned. Your head is spinning, Kellen. 
And Lark, do you touch him? You put your hand on him? Oh yeah. He is burning up. Uh he he has a he has a fever Vance. If uh if if we don't if we don't do something it's going to burn him up on the inside. Roll me a constitution save, kill him with disadvantage. Just chuck me in the water, I'll be fine. That's another natural one. You faint. Oh my gosh. You faint. Yep. You are unconscious. Kellen's dead. Guys, we we really Lorik's like starts picking him up and he's mm-hmm. like, We're we're gonna take him to the water where it's cool. Hurry. Uh Servance, you need to try to heal him. And Lorik's gonna like run down the edge of the water mm-hmm. and he's gonna keep his head out of the water, of course, but he's gonna like hold Kellen in the water. Okay. Like I guess Lorik goes in almost chest deep and yeah. is just holding him in the river. Charlie's he's running after you as well and he's showing Serious concern. You know, he looks very nervous. He's, he's kind of licking on Kellen's face and sniffing him and looking at you and looking at Kellen and looking we're, at you. We're trying, Charlie. Give us some room. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm coming into the water. To the river to pray. I cast Greater Restoration. You know that? No. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you always do that. We were so excited. <laughs> okay, Laura, or, uh, sorry, were you trying to say something, Vance? Yeah, I'm going to go down to the water. Okay. And it's Kellen's baptism day. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm going to use uh, my lay on hands pool. Yes. To try to cure a disease or uh-huh. remove a poison. So you use five. Okay, you do so. And as you place your hands on him and close your eyes and channel your holy divine energy into him, Lark, you can feel the fever receding. And Kellen. Wake up, Kellen. Your eyes kind of start up. to flutter open a little bit. And you are feeling better. You're still drunk. And exhausted, but you no longer feel as sick as you did. What, Kellen, we need you. What are you doing? You're you're our guide. You're the whole reason that we're gonna make it. We're gonna find the tree. We need you. What are you doing? Where's that drink? Where's it at? And I'm not gonna feel around and find it and like let it loose in the water. It's there's nothing left. <laughs> I'm still gonna take the flask and let it loose in the water. I mean, yeah, you, but nothing's gonna pour out. I mean, yeah. I drank the whole thing. You hear me, Kellen? Wake up. Yeah. Lark's like shaking him. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Kellen, as you go to speak, you barf uncontrollably for a minute. Oh, I mean, God. you guys kind of back away and just let him just empty his stomach. <laughs> he is pouring. Every, he's puking more than he's eaten or drank in the last three days. You, you think, holy cow, what is happening? I and didn't then, know a gnome could hold so much. As he finishes puking up everything, he stands up and shakes it off. That that was wow, that was pretty impressive. I mean, totally disgusting, but pretty impressive. But what happened, Kellen? Why did you get so upset? Why did you drink all that? Well, it's hard to find the way when you can't even find yourself. <laughs> what does that even mean? You just don't tell me I no don't riddles. Know. I'm drunk. Okay, we're trying to do something I'm here. To tell you. I'm drunk. Whatever. I know that. But why are you sad? Why? I'm trying to get him to tell you, why don't you roll me a persuasion check? With disadvantage? With That's disadvantage. not fair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a six. Okay. Kellen, roll me a wisdom save with disadvantage. That's another natural one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, now, Kellen, I'm not telling you that you have to suddenly spill all your beans and tell them everything you want to know. But I am telling you this. You are very, very, very outside of your normal, controlled, rational mind. And you need to think about what you would say in this moment with no inhibitions. Uh, is Kellen standing up? Yeah. 
he's kind of wandering out of the water. He drops to the floor and just is like okay. weeping. Uh-huh. When you lose someone, it's it's too hard to try to get over that. And the only thing that can really help is to numb that feeling. Kellen. You're wrong, Kellen. That's what I used to think, too. Until I became a paladin. Kellen, I know what it's like to sorrow and despair. And I know what it's like to lose yourself. For you, it was alcohol. For me, it was study. And though study is a good thing, in excess, it can be harmful. So, remember, don't lose yourself. Lork looks over at Servance and goes, Where did we find that guy? <laughs> we didn't. Well he said, found Jim. us. Well said. Then Jim says, Remember, we love you. And then he gets everyone into like a bear hug on Kellen. Hold on, before you do that, Kellen's going to reach <laughs> in his bag. He's going to pull out a tiny little sack. And he's going to open it up. He's going to pull out a ring. He's going to say, Really, Jim? Is this the same as knowledge? What kind of ring? Is it, is it harmful? You can tell it's an engagement ring. Oh, do they do that in Monumi? Sure, why not? <laughs> Maybe the gnomes do it. The gnomes do. Is that a... Oh my. Yep. I've never loved, so I've never lost. Except you, Kellen. I love you. Knowledge can be lost, but it can also be regained. Once you've lost somebody, they're gone. And you can never get them back. Lorik walks up right beside Kellen. Mm-hmm. And, like, takes a knee, and he's, like, he bends down and looks at the ring, looks at Kellen, looks at the ring, goes, Okay, so we can find them. It'll be okay. We can find them. We'll save the tree, and then we'll go, we'll help you find who who you wanted to give this to. Oh, and, boy. And um, is, is that is that ring magic? Lorik. Oh, oh my gosh, Lorik. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. Helen puts the ring away. Lorik, honestly, you are so stupid. His eyes just get big. And you've been fed with nothing but a silver spoon for your entire life. I wouldn't expect someone like you to understand. And he walks off. Or stumbles off. Yeah, you stumble off. I'm not going to make you see if you fall or anything. You stumble on forward into the forest. But, I mean, we can find her, really. I'll help you. Guy steps up to you, Lark, says, Lorik. What? You really are an idiot. What do you mean? And then he walks off. Lost does not mean physically she's dead or whoever is dead. You all can pe- Someone... piece together that it's it's obviously Irma. He's, he's yeah, Lork, calling out for her Lork gets it after Kellen storms off. He got yeah. it. And then, and then Guy just put the cherry on top. Oh. I'm going to walk over to Vance and, like, motion that we follow them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Kellen get the boat? No. No. I'm going to go back to Wolfsbane and be like, away, 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 away. Pops down to a boat. Yay. A, a box. box. A boat in a box. <laughs> Lord a box. picks it up with mm-hmm. the but. biggest grin he's had this whole day. Oh, my Lord, Lark. You really are a crappy friend. <laughs> He's, it's okay. A crappy friend. <laughs> it's not, he not is a gar- you are a garbage friend. <laughs> anyway. He puts it in, in his robes uh-huh. and he goes over to Vance. Uh, Sir Vance? What? Um, 
So, we need a, a leader right now. Yeah, let me see that boat. Okay. And what do you want to see? And he hands it to him. I was just looking at it, and I'm going to put it in my pack. <laughs> okay. Take care of it. That's Wolf Spain. Yeah, of course. And what are you saying about a leader? <laughs> we need a leader. We have one. Yeah. We need somebody to get everybody back to on on the mission. We're exhausted. Jim steps up to the plate. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're there, Jim. Say what you like. A leader. What we need is not a mere leader. We need a hero. <laughs> a make Lark puts, a make puts the wand of wonders in his mouth <laughs> and casts every spell. I need a hero. So, as I understand it, this tree is probably the most important thing in all of Monumi right now, right? That's the way I feel about it. And Kellen is in such a dire state that he cares not only not for his own life, but for even the world, this he cares not. What? So mm. let's leave him and save the world. I'm not no. saying that's a bad thing. No, we so we need to. He's our God. We need him to get to that tree, but yes. we need him to get to the dude who can knows where the tree is. The can yes. the can of peas. The arch druid and the arch druid at the can of peas. Yes, exactly. So we need Kellen, and not only that, I was being somewhat sincere when I said that I love Kellen. Because yes. he is a little gnome guy, and I really just... <laughs> He's your friend. He's, your He's friend. my friend, yeah. I don't love him uh, the way he loved Irma, of course, but I, you know, I care for him. I care for his well-being. So, let me go talk to him. Okay, Jim, you go forward to talk to him. Kellen, listen. What? Buddy, you've got your whole life ahead of you. How old are you? 22. By the time I was your age, I'd lost three fiancés and horrible experiments. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Is that legit? Is that legit? Go, just, it, go, go with it. it. Go, go, go. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, it's, uh, it's, no. Experiments? No, no, no. I was trying to lighten the mood. I've, I've never had a fiancé. My lady love is knowledge. Yeah, okay. What a cool. fickle mistress she is. But... I mean, never forget Irma. I don't think that'll be a thing I have to tell you. Irma. 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 <laughs> Irma. Don't forget Look, Irma. Jim. Don't forget Irma. Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that would just absolutely punch my funny bone. Don't forget Irma. <laughs> never Irma. That, that wasn't intentional. I know. That's why it's so good. Okay. Uh, sorry. So you'll, you'll never forget Irma. And Jim. she was... Jim. Yeah, Kellen. Jim. Kellen. I appreciate it. Okay. Just leave me alone. No, I understand, but let me let me speak no. real quick. Okay. Here, seriously. Leave me alone. I cast magic okay. missile. <laughs> you don't know magic missile. <laughs> let's just let's just we're gonna go with the canopy. Okay. I'll take you to the canopy. We I'll we, let you talk to my grandpa. And then y'all could just leave me the heck alone. So I want to run a persuasion check. Do it. With disadvantage. Shut up. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm good. not even going to say. Is it, a neg is it a natural one? A natural one and a natural two. Wow. wow. Do I even have to roll against yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, just to see if you're rolling that one. Disadvantage. He rolls two okay. nat ones. Listen what then? 
No, I definitely did not. I rolled a 14 and a 12. Okay. Kellen, some of what Jim was saying was making some sense to you, but by the time he finished, it just made you more angry. Listen, Jim, okay? I understand what you're trying to do, but just please leave me alone, okay? I'll leave you alone. Seriously. But just know that we care for you, and Jim walks off. Okay. Yeah. Doubtful. Kellen, are you going into the forest, like, on your way? Yeah, I'm heading my way there. Are you all kind of following him, coming up behind him? Yeah, we're, we're just mm-hmm. giving him a little space for Jim. I'm guessing Guy is with me. Guy is keeping his space. He's not, like, walking side by side with you. He's just following you because you're the guide. So Charlie comes up to you, and he nuzzles you, implying, like, you should climb on my back. That's a good boy. Thank you, Charlie. So you climb up onto Charlie's back. Yeah. I need you to roll me a survival check with disadvantage. Actually, you know what? Ooh. You're in your preferred terrain. So no disadvantage? Out of the kindness of my heart, I'm going to cancel them out because that would give you advantage. So I'm going to say you have no disadvantage, no advantage. You have half of a disadvantage. I just It's a 17. Okay. You're going in the correct general direction. And also, Charlie is helping you. You know, he, you're riding on his back, and you're kind of directing him a little bit, but honestly, he's in tune with you. You guys are yeah. you know, heart-bound and mind-bound, so he's kind of taking some of the burden off of you. He's awesome. And you're able to rest your mind, rest your eyes, and just lay on his fur, and it's comforting. So you all travel for the rest of that day. No one's really talking much. I assume Lark will probably say stuff because he can't go very long without talking. All the time. But everyone's ignoring him, walking along. You know, they might answer you. They're not going to be straight up rude to you, but everyone's on edge and everyone's tired. And by the time the sun is setting, you all are dead tired. You are not able to continue on another foot. I think that's enough. And Lark just stops in the middle of wherever they're at. You all stop. You sit. I think this is where I'm going to sleep. You don't sleep. <laughs> oh, but I have twice. Now I go put my back against a tree, and I pull out two wands, and I cross my legs, and I said, I'm going to meditate. And you start meditating? Y'all, need you, you need to keep watch in four hours or seven or whatever. I'll get up and guard us. How long does it take you to meditate? It's normally four. I'll wake you in four hours. Kellen is sitting on top of Charlie, and he hears you, but he he's just in another world right now. He's watching, I guess, from where we were walking? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, he would be watching from that area. When Lord goes into meditation, he's going to focus not on the vision this time. He's going to figure out, he's going to focus on how do you save the party when the whole party is falling apart. Who of you are trying to keep watch? I am. Kellen. Kellen passes out. Okay, Kellen is not. Kellen sits down for a minute, and you lean over just a little bit on Charlie, just barely thinking, I'm fine, I'm just going to rest my eyes, and you fall asleep. And out like a light. Charlie kind of helps lower you down on the ground, he just curls up next to you and keeps you warm, goes to sleep. Jim, are you keeping watch? What are you? I can participate in watch. Okay, so you and Servance, Guy lays down as well. You and Servance are trying to keep a watch. Yes. Sure. To go ahead and roll me a perception check with with disadvantage. With advantage? Disadvantage. Advantage? Okay. 
Disadvantage. Two 19s. Wow. So that's 20. Get advance. I rolled a 19. I mean, I rolled a 17 and a 19, but the 17 plus 2 is 19. Wow. Y'all both did really well. Okay. You guys... You don't notice anything. Nothing. Nothing approaches you. There's no 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 creatures approach. After a little while, Vance, you start to feel kind of. I don't know. You got a sense like you're safe. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Jim, you feel. I feel the, like James Brown. You feel the same way. There's there's nothing Good. coming, and after a little bit, you both feel as though really there's no need for a watch. Yeah, there's no need for a watch, Sir Vance. What are we even doing here? Let's go to bed. So y'all go to bed? Has it been four oh hours? Oh, gosh. gosh. No. You have a sense. Oh. Almost like a sense that you're good. Okay. Like a sense, wink, wink. Like I've been praying about yeah, it. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, we're, you're we're exhausted. Great. Don't trust me. Also, your you're exhausted, yes. Good night. So you you two both lie down. We're about to wrap this episode. Before we do, I need all four of you to roll, to roll me. A D20. Just one, or are we rolling with disadvantage? Just one. Lord got a nine. Colin got a 15. Okay. Uh, 11. Servant's got a seven. Seven. And 11. 11. Seven, so 11. Let's call this a wisdom save. You guys can all add your wisdom. Should this have been done with disadvantage? No. This is, okay. this is a save, so that's not an ability check. Lord got a 12. Okay. Servant's got a 10. So all of you beat a 10. Yay. Yay. Yep. Okay. You have no nightmares. Good. You rest. You dream of good things. The sunlight, warmth, you know, your perfect day. You all have a good dream. Do I dream? No. Okay. You you don't dream. You don't fall asleep. You go into your visions, your meditations. You're drawn toward happy memories. Okay. And happy moments. Happy thoughts. Laying on the roof. And... As you all rest comfortably there in the flora, that's where we're going to end the episode. Mm. Well, we're all going to die. You've been listening to Make Believe Heroes. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed it this week. If you did, then you should contact us on Twitter or through our email. Our Twitter is at MBH Podcast. And of course, you can find a link to our email in the show notes. You can also leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That helps us a ton. If you're listening to the show and you enjoy it and you haven't yet left us a five-star review, then... It's time. Yes, it is time. You should go do that. We greatly appreciate it. And if you are listening and you haven't followed us on Twitter, why not? Yeah. You get all the updates. We might might throw some little sneaky, sneaky, uh, helpful hints in there occasionally. Do you not like us? <laughs> have we have we hurt you in some are way? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Where's uh, that from? So you should check us out on there, and if you've liked the sound effects and things you've heard, you can find many of those on BattleBards.com and maybe some on Tabletop Audio. You should check out our attribution page where we list all those things if you're interested in adding some audio flair to your games at home. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>